Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. chairs and go to the window open it and stick your head out and yell welcome to at the window here on the sports grid tv network i am sean wasamakia thursday night football yes it's here i know what everybody's thinking no it's titans jaguars but i'm excited i love this match first of all my boy leonard Fournette's in action i get to see him for a full four quarters because I'll be honest, I'm watching the Buffalo Bills on Sundays, and I'll watch some red zone here and there, but it's mostly Buffalo Bills. I'll review NFL Network likes to replay the games. I'll jump on that as well. Yeah, I'll pay attention. But tonight, they have the NFL all to themselves, the Jacksonville Jaguars and Tennessee Titans do. So I'm all over it. Love Leonard Fournette. He's underperformed the first two weeks, but he's played against some good defenses, and the Jags lost their quarterback in Nick Foles, who I was counting on being there when I wanted and when I put the money down for Jags to make the playoffs and to win over eight and a half football games. Now they're on two. Although they had a spirited effort against the Texans, Burnett stuffed on the two-point conversion. They lost the game. Gardner Minshew, the quarterback, great mustache, so you got to like him, right? Um, if you're me, of course. Uh, but I know, I know it's not a sexy matchup tonight, but it's all we have, so let's go for it, all right? And the Titans come into this game. Both teams evenly matched. I expect it to be a low-scoring football game. Go with the under. It's 38 now. It's awfully low, but go with the under in the total. Um, that's a good play here. Expect a lot of running in this game, so not a lot of clocking. Gardner Minshew is the quarterback. And although he's loved everywhere, his performance, except for that last drive against the Texans, he's a dinker, dinker and a dunker, right? He's going to... Just he's not going to throw it deep. He's not going to challenge the Titans deep uh, def, um, on defense, right? When, when Gardner Mitchell has the football, at least that's what he showed on tape the first two weeks since he's filled in for Nick Foles. He could run a little bit. Expect a heavy dosage of Leonard Fournette tonight, and I expect a, a lot of him. He's been used a lot. I mean, John DeFilippo, the new OC for the Jacksonville Jaguars, He's had Leonard Fournette, and maybe it's by default, but he's had him on the football field an awful lot. I mean, it's close to 90% and even higher than that of this offensive snaps. Leonard Fournette's been on the football field. So he's playing a lot this year, which is something different. His production has not been there, although in the passing game he stepped it up there. He's actually been targeted 12 times through two games, and that's a lot for Leonard Fournette. He doesn't, or people don't expect him to catch the football, but he worked on that in the offseason, and he's improved there. So let's see. What he can do as far as fantasy value. Not a great matchup, though, for Fournette against the Titans. Titans have a good run defense, but they're giving up, what, five yards per carry through the first two weeks. The Tennessee Titans are. They did shut down Marlon Mack uh, last week, although Jordan Wilkins ran for, what, for like five carries for like 75 yards or whatever. And those That though, that could be misleading. Could be one carry here that, that misleads that whole uh, yards per carry um, average. So, 
tonight it's going to be a heavy dosage of Leonard Fournette, and, and that is something I'm looking forward to seeing. So for me, I am excited. But these Thursday night football games, and they'll get better as the year goes on. I don't I, I why? Why do we need a Thursday night NFL game? They should leave it to the colleges. I mean, have, you know, college has uh, Houston against Tulane. I'll watch it. It's, it should be interesting, but it's not a great matchup. It's not two top 25 teams. It's always the uh, group of five conferences playing on these Thursday nights and because they it's a one time they can get the spotlight, albeit sharing it with the NFL uh, and the Titans and the Jaguars. But I used to love ESPN back 10, 15 years ago. I don't even remember how long it's been since uh, the NFL went to this new Thursday night football uh, every week. It used to be like um, Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving, they'll have the, the slate and a uh, abridged Thursday night football uh, package. But now it's, it's the full season. It's been like that for a while now. I love these divisional matchups, and that's why we get Titans and Jaguars. I hate it. Um, but tonight I like it because, I, as I said, I have – um, a lot riding on Leonard Fournette having a successful year and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And now I don't know if I, I should be held to that because Nick Foles now is out for the year and you have Gardner Minshew as the quarterback. I don't think they're trading for Eli Manning. He has no trade clause. He looks like he's going to back up Daniel Jones for the foreseeable future. Uh, Giants probably want the money, the uh, uh, what $23 million that they're paying uh, to Eli Manning. They want it to uh, amount for something not on the football field, maybe as a mentor to Daniel Jones. So I don't, that's not, uh, that has not been worked out. But if Eli does uh, request a trade, I wonder if Tom Coughlin, who's running the show there in Jacksonville, would make an offer to get Eli there. And But when Nick Foles comes back, it's Nick Foles' show. So who knows what, what's going to go on there. But it's Gardner Minshew starting tonight. What to expect? He's accurate as hell with the football. We know that. Doesn't challenge down the field much, as we mentioned. Uh, not averaging, I think he's with Joe Flacco, is the fewest yards per attempt. So that's not a great list you want to be on uh, this early in the season. But it's just two games, and uh, Minshew replaced Nick Foles in the first quarter uh, after he was injured against the Kansas City Chiefs. So close to two full games for Gardner Minshew. Uh, spread is one and a half. Titans a favorite in this one on the road in Jacksonville. Should be a hot night there and windy in Jacksonville. And so I definitely uh, love the the play on the, the total. Total first half and... As I mentioned yesterday, I mentioned it again. Joe Ranieri's been winning in these primetime games with the first half under totals. Tonight it was 19-and-a-half, and it's still 19-and-a-half for the first half total. That might be a better play than the total for the game, right? It's, it's about half, so what you would expect. But, you know, teams going to come out, going to feel their way around. Gardner Minshew, right? going to try to establish the run, both teams, Jacksonville and Tennessee. Derrick Henry should have a big night as well. Uh, Jacksonville's run defense hasn't been great. And um, they love to, you know, keep the ball out of the hands of Marcus Mariota. Let's just be honest, all right? He hasn't fared well uh, this year so far. So looking forward to tonight's game. One and a half. The Titans are favored. I like the total better, but I'm going to pass on this game altogether. I don't, I don't see... Uh, a lot of action there. I do see action, though, in the player props. We'll get into that a little bit later on. After Mark Long, who will join us in about 15 minutes, writes uh, for the AP, the Associated Press. He's a Jacksonville Jaguars uh, writer, beat writer. He's, he joined us to preview the Jacksonville Jaguars before the year started, and now we'll get him on. We'll talk Jalen Ramsey, his trade request. Where is that going? Uh, how certain? And the odds are that he's going to play Jalen Ramsey. That's what everybody's saying. 
But uh, maybe he'll have some late breaking news. We'll have Mark Long on shortly. But next, I want to talk a little baseball. Domingo Herman, domestic violence. It's out for a while. We'll talk about that in the Yankees next here on At the Window. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible, but since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up, and the only thing difference is under 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com what's your irs problem do you owe back taxes is there a lien placed on your property have your bank accounts been frozen or seized have your wages been garnished are you being audited by the irs are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631-800-961-3631-800-961-3631-800-961-3631-800-961-3631 Fantasy Sports Today. UFOs. You knew UFOs were real back from 2004, right? I'm watching Ancient Aliens with that guy with the big hair right now as we do this show. You're, you're, How can you not believe that guy? That guy's got incredible hair. I don't think I know. You haven't seen this on the History Channel, that Ancient Alien show that's on like every night? And it's that I'm not really big, big on hair. TV. I'm a big like uh, online watcher, like Netflix and YouTube and stuff like that. I'm not really... Uh, yeah, TV I still guy. flip around with those Ancient Aliens. Weekdays, noon to 2 p.m. Eastern on the FATSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Back here on At The Window on the Sports Radio TV Network. Check us out, Zumo TV, Channel 719. All right, Bob Klappish, who's covered baseball in the Yankees for a, a long time, New York Times, great-selling author, knows his baseball. He just tweeted this out for Domingo Homan, who has been placed on the commissioner's um, list where he's not eligible for to play right now for the Yankees on, on leave, essentially, until the commissioner's office can investigate the domestic violence 
uh, accusation against him right now. So here's the latest. Bob Clappish. Uh, And this is a quote from Twitter. I'm told the incident involving Domingo Herman and his girlfriend occurred late Monday night, Tuesday morning in a public setting. He allegedly slapped her during an argument. According to an MLB source, the incident was witnessed by an official from the commissioner's office. So that's strong evidence right there. Um, Jeff Passan, and not Passan, guys. It's Jeff Passan, please, um, from ESPN, wrote for uh, and, and was on uh, employed by Yahoo Sports for so many years. Earlier he tweeted that there was no police report of the, the domestic violence uh, altercation, dispute, or argument between Domingo Hormont and his girlfriend. Uh, but now we're getting Bob Clavish. So, Bob Clavish. So, that's your latest with Domingo Hormont. Stay tuned. The commissioner's office, they have seven days to investigate, and they could extend it. So, this could go on even further. They could extend that leave uh, to more than seven days and obviously, uh, you hope that it's not true. I mean, just for the sake of, you know, for you, you want to believe that, the, you know, baseball employs good people and that he wouldn't be slapping his girlfriend in public. So that, of course. Um, but the other thing is his spot on the postseason ro- roster is in jeopardy for Domingo Hormon. So stay tuned on that. However, Here's the other thing, too, that if, to get into this real quickly before we move on. Isn't it a presumption of innocence, right? Well, right now, he, he's unable to pitch Domingo Herman because someone, his girlfriend, accused him of slapping her in the face. Strong accusation. But what shouldn't he be allowed to pitch, right, uh, until they find him to be guilty of this charge. So that's just that. But we could go back and forth on that uh, for a long time. But uh, Domingo Horman now is on administrative leave. He's unable to pitch for the Yankees for seven days. Stay tuned on that. Speaking of the Yankees, they lost to the Angels last night 3-2. And the Rays, who they are up in the AL East, uh, a large amount of games, they needed the, the Rays to lose in order to clinch the AL East for the first time since 2012. So they waited around. Since the Rays are playing the Dodgers on the West Coast, they waited around in the locker room with champagne for over two and a half hours as the Rays and Dodgers, they, they went into extra innings, 11 innings. The Rays ultimately won. Yankees went home and wasted two and a half hours of just sitting around waiting to celebrate. Now, I understand the Yankees haven't won the AL East since 2012. The Yankees have... Uh, overcome, if you will, a lot of tons of injuries, major league record with uh, players set on the injured list. So I get it, right? It is an accomplishment for this team, 99 wins. But really, I mean, you know they're going to the playoffs. Do, they, would you, do you really need to celebrate um, uh, right that night? Just wake up in the morning, look at the box score, or, if, or look online, or where, however you um, get your information these days, sports on your phone. See if what happened with the Rays. All right. If the Rays did indeed lose to the Dodgers, then you go to the stadium and you celebrate after the game, after Tanaka tonight, after the game. Right? Do you you have to celebrate that moment as it happens? I mean, you're risking it's 1 o'clock in the morning and and you're you're watching a baseball game and you're hanging around the locker room for two and a half hours? I mean, it's just, to me, it's really, it was just interesting to say the least. But the Yankees, they get Giancarlo Stanton back. He doubled. 
playing left field because Encarnacion, trying to get him back as well. He'll be the DH, so they need Stanton if they want both bats in the lineup to play the field. So stay tuned for that. So good news for Yankee fans that Severino is, uh, was back and pitched well on Tuesday, and then Stanton's back on Wednesday. However, what are we going to get with Stanton? Are we going to get the same guy in the postseason who choked last year, or are we going to get the guy who had 59 home runs for the Miami Marlins uh, two years ago in the playoffs? Because that's what it matters. It matters. He needs to come up big in the playoffs. A lot of pressure. It's, come on, it's not an A-Rod-type pressure on Stanton. Judge gets the lion's share of the pressure. Uh, Torres now. I mean, the Yankees are not going to count on Stanton. They've won without him. They don't, I, do they need Stanton? Do the Yankees need a good Giancarlo Stanton to win the World Series? That is the question. I don't think so. They have Encarnacion. They have Judge Torres. You know, they have uh, their MVP, DJ LeMayu. They have enough hitting Gary Sanchez. The Yankees have the hitting. All right, it's just a plus to get Stanton back. And if he could hit in the postseason, great. Let's We'll take him. But if he doesn't hit, Aaron Boone better have a quick hook. All right? I mean, this guy cannot come up in big spots. And he batted fifth last night. I don't know what the lineup will be in the postseason. But he can't be coming up in big situations and striking out like he did last year and not getting it done. So stay tuned on that. Hated the trade for Stanton. Hated the trade for Stanton. Even though the Yankees gave up nothing. They have this enormous contract for a guy who's injury prone now, can't stay healthy, just too jacked up, man. Guy is just stiff as a board. And that's another thing. I don't want to play in defense. Put him at DH. You got Encarnacion. So, all right, well, we'll talk about that as the postseason becomes uh, gets closer and closer. A lot of, actually, not a lot of baseball games on, on uh, tap today. You do have the St. Louis Cardinals and the Chicago Cubs. Great rivalry. They're battling for the Central Division. The, the, the Cardinals now have a three-game lead. The Cubs also fighting for the wild card. They're tied with the Brewers. So this game has a lot of playoff implications. Great to see it tonight. 7.15 p.m. Eastern time start. Cardinals at the Chicago Cubs. Right now, 108 on the money line, the, the Cardinals. 108 on the money line for the Cubs, too. Flaherty against Hendricks. Great pitching matchup. Um, seven and a half is your total. Right. I, I like the Cardinals in this game. Cardinals still playing for something with that with the, the central division in play. It's a divisional rival, so you know they're going to be in for this. Flyers has been pitching great since the se- uh, second half, since the All-Star break. Hendricks, okay, great pitcher. Uh, he's well-known. He's like Greg Maddox type. Um, Cubs lost last night. Haven't been playing well. I mean, they, they annihilated the Pittsburgh Pirates, but since then, they haven't been playing great. They're in a dogfight with the Brewers, but I like the Cardinals. I love Flaherty. I like him in this one tonight on the uh, money line. Minus 108. It's a coin flip, basically. Uh, I'd take them uh, all day. The Yankees, they play tonight with Tanaka against um, Healy. Um, and really, uh, minus 235, way too much on the money line for me, to me to lay that uh, for Tanaka and the Yankees. The Yankees want to wrap this up, wrap up the division, celebrate, and Keep pace with the Houston Astros. That's basically more important right now than clinching. The magic number is one, of course. Um, need to keep pace with the Astros. Home field. How much does it matter in baseball? Well, just look back to the ALCS two years ago when the Yankees lost to the Astros on the road game seven. So it means somewhat. Uh, the Yankees, though, still, even if they are playing on the road game seven, it's more about who's pitching. Is it going to be Verlander pitching game seven? That's more important than where the game's going to be played. And that's why it's important for the Yankees, uh, Yankee fans, for a healthy Severino to get back and, and, and pitch well for them. But uh, interesting to see how Tanaka pitches tonight. 
nonetheless. You have the Blue Jays against the Orioles, and boy, who's watching that game? I mean, uh, besides diehard Blue Jay and Oriole fans, wow, two really uh, just tanking teams right now, and it's in September. Uh, really no no reason to watch unless you're a diehard for those two particular teams. Indians, they got an easy matchup. And I say easy only because it's the Tigers. Tigers plus 360 on the money line against the uh, Indians. Clevenger is on the hill. Strikeout demon for the Indians. The Indians need to keep pace. They're minus 450 on the money line. And they need to keep pace in the AL wildcard race. Because they are half game back of the Rays. Rays have a game in hand. We'll make that up tonight. The uh, The Indians... Just nine games after tonight left in the Major League Baseball season. Nine games, and it's coming down to the wire. It'll be interesting to see if we have a play-in game before the wild card play-in games. So that'll be a lot of fun. Always always an adventure. One thing about the Yankees, if they do uh, clinch uh, tonight and what have you, they'll be off four days before they play their first playoff game. So they'll be off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. They won't play until Friday. Interesting. All right, a lot more to do. Mark Long from the AP covers the Jacksonville Jaguars. He'll join me. Jalen Ramsey, this trade talk. What's the latest there? Gardner Minshew, Leonard Fournette. What should we expect tonight? We'll talk to Mark Long next here on At the Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. 
What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. The window. Dodgers is a great, great hitting lineup. Um, so they'll, they'll present some problems, but the Astros with Garrett Cole, with with Verlander, and Granky, those guys are monsters. Uh, Miley, okay. I mean, if you want to throw him in there as well, but uh, those guys are monsters, and definitely fear them. Uh, they should be the favorites in plus two twenty to win the World Series. They're the heavy favorites. Watch live weekdays four to five p.m. Eastern on Sumo TV channel seven nineteen. This is At The Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. I am Sean Guastamacchia. Pleased to be joined by Mark Long now. Does a great job covering the Jacksonville Jaguars for the Associated Press. Mark, I know it's a busy game day, so I appreciate a couple of minutes. No problem. Thanks for having me. All right, Mark, I mean, there's a lot going on with the Jacksonville Jags, so I'm really, really pleased to have you on. Uh, let's start with J- uh, Jalen Ramsey. I mean, What's the latest you're hearing? Um, I, the, the rumor is he's going to play tonight. Uh, against the Titans, uh, what's the latest uh, with his trade demand? What do you know right now in regard to Jalen yeah, Ramsey? The Jags, the Jags are saying, you know, even you know, just women together, saying that you know, he is still scheduled to play and start, and that's been the plan. And what it tells me is they don't have a trade partner because uh, if they did, I think that they would withhold him. They would make him inactive and hold him out and go in and get a deal done. You know that Friday or Saturday, uh, is, but this yep. tells me that they don't have a trade partner and they're going to play him because if you if you withhold him, if you hold him out, you devalue him. So by playing him, you at least make it appear like you're willing to move forward with Jalen Ramsey. But with that said, I don't think Jalen Ramsey is going to be here very long. Okay. Uh, the expectation is that this is this is a divorce that's happening, and they're trying to make it as amicable as possible on both sides and uh, go their separate ways, and the Jags find some compensation and rid themselves of a player who's unbelievably talented, one of the best three players in franchise history, only three years into his career, but a guy who also comes with a lot of headaches. Right. Uh, well, is this because – does Jalen Ramsey want out of Jacksonville – because of the dust-up with Doug Barone that we all witnessed against the Texans on Sunday? Does it have anything to do with that? And I know Doug Barone downplayed that and said the two are in good terms now, and they spoke about the incident. But where did this come from? Uh, Jalen Ramsey, all of a sudden, after the own 2 start, he wants out of Jacksonville. Yeah, it is about – it is a lot of it about winning, but I think more, even more so than that, it's about he's lost faith in the franchise. This is a guy who, you know, he knows how good that 2017 defense was that took them, carried them to the AFC title game. And he sat here for the, you know, a year and a half since then and, and watched them cut Tayshawn Gibson, cut Malik Jackson, you know, let Telvin Smith walk without much of a fight. Uh, they refused to pay Yannick Ngakwe his asking price. They declined to pay. Jalen with two years left on his deal, even though Ezekiel Elliott, Jared Goff, and Carson Wentz, three guys taken ahead of him, three of the four guys taken ahead of Jalen in the 2016 draft have all gotten paid with two years remaining. So they refuse to pay him this year. I think all those things have, have, have are head scratchers to Jalen Ramsey, and, and they have him questioning the franchise. And, and when you, you on top of those decisions – 
you know, you've got decisions like paying Andrew Norwell, a left guard, you know, making the highest paid left guard in the, in the league. And he's borderline awful. They've <laughs> given Blake Bortles a three year, $58 million deal. Well, Jalen Ramsey was, you know, was not a big Blake guy and not many people in that locker room were. So, you know, Jalen knew Blake wasn't any good and wasn't the guy to get them over the hump. And, you know, for them to dole out that kind of money to Jalen instead of paying, you know, some of those defenders from that 2017 were, were just for him, they were, it was unexcusable. So it, it really is, it has a little, it certainly has a little bit to do with Doug Marone. I think he's lost faith in Doug Marone, but I think it has more to do with the front office and he's lost faith in that front office and you combine them and it's just like Jalen sees the writing on the wall. It's not going to get fixed. He's not going to get paid anytime soon. And, uh, you know, when you couple that with losing and they've lost 12 of the last 14 games, it was just more than he wanted. And he, he wants out. Oh, what are the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars? What do they want in return for Jalen Ramsey? I, I heard two number one picks. Is that two, correct? Two number one picks would be that's, that's the asking price, but that's, you know, that's what you always, you ask, you ask high. And you settle for something in the in the middle, I guess. So my guess is nobody's going to pay two ones for Jalen Ramsey, right. uh, even though the Jags do believe they could get that for him. I don't think at this point, two games in, given his baggage, given given his history, I don't think that any you know you you're you're going to people are going to dole out that um, unless it's two low ones, and then maybe somebody does that. But you know, do the Jags want two picks in the twenties for Jalen Ramsey? No. They want a pick, at least one of those ones, to be uh, almost guaranteed in the top ten because yeah. that's where they took Jalen Ramsey. So you know, it's a little bit of a crapshoot. You know, when you're two two games into the season, as to what kind of draft pick are you even going to get? Uh, but I tell you this: I, I, they're not going to trade with the New England Patriots, the Kansas City Chiefs, anybody in the division. They're not going to be able to trade. They're going to trade with those teams that they know are going to be picking 28, 29, 30 or a team that's going to have to face Jalen Ramsey twice a year. That, those things, those guys are off the table right off the bat. Interesting, because a lot of people were speculating the Kansas City Chiefs would be in the running for Jalen Ramsey. But based on what you just said, they're not going to do that because they want to pick that. Yeah, why, would you want, yeah. why would you trade him for basically a second-round pick? Because that's what you're going to get. Kansas City, we all know how good yeah. Kansas City yep. is. They went to the AFC title game last year. They're going to be picking 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, right in there. Yep. Uh, why would you do that to your franchise? That's not helping things. Uh, given, you know, and again, you can get a good player there, but more often than not, you're taking a, it's a little bit of a gamble down there at the end of the first round. Talking with Mark Long, Jacksonville Jaguars writer for the Associated Press here on At the Window on the Sports Grid TV network. Uh, Mark, let's talk about this game tonight. All right, Leonard Fournette, you, you talked about uh, Andrew Norwell, just an awful, awful um, free agent acquisition two years ago. He's been playing bad, poorly. Cam Robinson, he should be back tonight, right? Um, talk about the offensive line. How have they played through two games, and can Leonard Fournette get anything going on the ground tonight against the Tennessee Titans? Hey, it's been a debacle for them up front. That's it's the it's one of the big reasons they're zero two. They can't get anything going on the ground. Obviously, the injury to Nick Foles was was devastating for them. Uh, but Gardner Minshew's given them a chance, but they're pretty one dimensional. They cannot run the ball. Leonard Fournette was okay in the opener. But, uh, you know, there were way too many penalties on the offensive line. Last week was, was really, really a step back for them. Uh, they did not play well at all. And it really was highlighted in the two-point conversion. Here they are at Houston. They get a chance to tie the game up 12, or they're, they're down 13-12. They got a chance to go for two. Doug Marone looking at it as a short week. 
He's like, let's go ahead and go for the win and, you know, get out of here. Well, they running play up the middle and yep. Leonard Fournette, the, the center, Brandon Leonard, got blown off the ball. The right guard, A.J. Can gets blown off the ball. And all of a sudden, Leonard Fournette gets hit in the backfield. He did a great job. Fantastic move by Leonard to spin move it and lunge to get back to the goal line. Still was stopped short. A really, really close call. But uh, but the offensive line just, just wasn't getting it done. Cam Robinson should help at left tackle. But, again, he hasn't played in a year. He, you know, he's coming off an injury, another an injury to his other knee. Last, he missed most of last season because of an injury to one to his left knee, and then he tweaks his right knee, hyperextends wow. his right knee in practice, leading in the opener. So you just wonder what kind of scenario that's going to be. And they, got a, they do have a rookie at right tackle, Juwan Taylor, second-round pick, but they're, they're just not very good up front. And so, you know, that's the, that's the big problem. I think they would be really good with that defense if they could run the ball because it would help, you know, it would help rookie Gardner Minshew, but they, they just can't get it done up front. And now all of a sudden you're going against Jarrell Casey, uh, defensive tackle of the Titans, who's really just had his way with Jacksonville over the years. I think he's got a sack in each of the last three games, and it's going to be tough sled for them up front. So if they can't run the football, then it's all on Gardner Minshew. Does Gardner Minshew, is he good enough to beat the Tennessee Titans <laughs> through the air? Well, I mean, he almost he almost won on the road at, Tennessee, at uh, Houston last week, so I think he is. I, I will say this. Um, Jacksonville's receiving core, nobody thought a lot about it going into the season, I think part of it is, you know, they played with Blake Bortles for the last few years, and those guys kind of got uh, a bum rap for bad throws from Blake, you know, you know, not putting the ball in the money, not leading receivers, not being very accurate, all those things. Gardner Minshew is considerably more accurate than Blake Bortles. He needs to hold on the ball. He fumbled three times last week, lost one of them, but he needs to get rid of the ball a little bit sooner and not hold on to it in the pocket. Uh, but those receivers, it's a, it's a, it's a better than, better than Touted uh, receiving core. Chris Conley's very, very good. DJ Chark looks like an emerging star. Yep. Ed Westbrook, they're trying to get him on track, and they got Marquise Lee come back at some point. He'll be back in full speed off of a knee injury. Uh, it's a pretty good group. So Garner Minshew's got some weapons there, uh, and he's easy. I'll tell you what, he's reading defenses. That's really what he's doing. And the other thing that he's doing well is bad plays don't really affect him. It's not a snowball. He's not a snowball guy. He's got all this confidence, borderline cockiness. And it really shows up uh, in the huddle for him. All right, how about defensively? Uh, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars going up against Marcus Mariota and Derrick Henry. I expect to see a lot of Derrick Henry on the ground. The Jacksonville Jaguars run defense. How does that play out tonight in your in your eyes, Mark? Well, that's the best bet for the for the team for the Jags is that they can stop Derrick Henry. They have done it before. They didn't do it last year. Last December, it was uh, it was really nightmarish for these guys. They they gave up. I think Henry ran seventeen times for. 240 yep. yards and four touchdowns, something like that. And uh, the 99-yard run obviously made NFL history. So, you know, that's a that's a challenge for the Jags. They're, they're not as good a defense as they are. They're not that physical. They are a rushing cover team, so they're not really good. That's why it's a good matchup for Tennessee, which has won four in a row and six or seven, uh, because Tennessee's a smash-mouth team, and the Jags aren't really a team that likes to hit them out. Uh, right. So... So it'll be interesting, but it's a, it's a real challenge for their man right, to, 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 to kind of blow up after getting run over last December. That's still fresh in their memories. And how will they perform at home? And that game was on the road. They think they play better at home, play better defense at home. So it's an unbelievable challenge. And if they can stop their center, I think they win this thing, maybe even going away, because, you know, I, I have no faith in 
in Marcus Mariota at this time. I'm not sure Titans fans have a lot of faith no. left in Marcus Mariota. I don't either. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, from that standpoint, that's, that's the guy's best bet. Check down there and think he's going to give yourself a pretty good chance here. Mark, that's all the time we have. Thanks for a couple of minutes. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Enjoy the game. Thank yep. You. That's Mark Long does a great job, and I agree. You know, Marcus Mariona doesn't scare anybody. Got to stop Derrick Henry. All right, we'll talk a little bit more about Thursday Night Football when we return. And Luke Falk against Tom Brady, or the next Tom Brady? We'll explain. Coming back. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Someone is searching your name or business online. What will they find? Do you have negative search results online? Do you have false accusations, records from a legal situation, or bad press from your past? To reclaim your reputation, call 1-888-WE-DELETE or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. That's 1-888-933-3538 or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. If there is any negative information about you online, GuaranteedRemovals.com will permanently delete it for you. That's right, it is possible to remove negative content from the Internet. And GuaranteeRemovals.com is the only company focusing on permanently deleting negative online content. We have successfully removed over 10,000 links, including news articles, arrest records, legal documents, business complaints, blogs, pictures, videos, and more. We offer a no-money upfront guarantee. You don't pay until your online content is removed. Call 1-888-WE-DELETE to talk to our dedicated specialists who are here to assist you. That's 1-888-933-3538 or GuaranteedRemovals.com. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable, you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. At the window here on the Sports Grid TV network, we're back. I mentioned Tom Brady, Luke Falk. Is Luke Falk the next Tom Brady? Uh, CBS Sports HQ tweeted this out, and we'll show you the, the, earlier today. 
Luke Falk is dot 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 Tom Brady question mark explanation mark blah, 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 blah. both picked 199th in the draft both six foot four both age 24 at the time of their first start both making week three debuts as starter both face NFL legend in first start Brady uh, faced uh, Peyton Manning in 01 and of course Luke Falk is facing uh, Tom Brady this week uh come on now now here's the difference all that's true but here's the difference one went to the university of michigan and the other washington state so there's your difference so sorry to poo poo that for you guys sorry jeff fans you know i, I know you you know grasping at straws now all right hoping for something something to hold on to right so this is what you get this is what you get comparing the greatest quarterback of all time how do you do such a thing? Sacrilege. Come on. Speaking of, oh, I, I just, uh, we just got word. Well, Mark Long was on, so I didn't want to mention it, but I guess Brian Flores, the head coach of the Miami Dolphins, has named Josh Rosen the starting quarterback for this week. I mean, you got a feel for Josh Rosen. He gets drafted in the first round, high expectations, goes to the Arizona Cardinals, and is the quarterback for one of the worst offenses in pro football they fire Mike McCoy they give the reins over to Byron Leftwich. an atrocious and injury-plagued offensive line and it still is in Arizona all right here you go Josh Rosen hey have some fun and then he gets traded because they draft Kyle Murray because they're so bad they draft, draft number one they draft Kyle Murray gets traded to the Miami Dolphins fresh start great and the Miami Dolphins just happen to be tanking in the worst team in pro football. And so they give up 102 points through first the first two weeks, score just 10, trade everybody on the roster worth the damn. They just traded Minka Fitzpatrick. Before that, Laramie Tunsil, Kenny Stills, Cameron Wake, they let go in, in the offseason. They've performed horribly through two weeks, as I mentioned. And, oh, oh well, they're playing the best team in pro football or – no, they're not playing the Patriots. They already played the Patriots. They're playing the second-best team in pro football on the road, and that's the Dallas Cowboys with a great defense. Here you go, Josh, on the road. Here's your first start for this franchise. I mean, it's you got to feel it's just ridiculous to properly evaluate Josh Rosen under these circumstances. He's playing on one of the worst, the worst team in pro football, tanking, as I mentioned. Last year, it was hard to evaluate him because he played on the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Stan Wilkes was the head coach. He did a horrible job last year for the Arizona Cardinals. Now a defensive coordinator, a little bit better. But you got to feel for Rosen. How do you properly evaluate Josh Rosen? How could you properly evaluate him now? Uh, and and putting him in this situation on the road in Dallas, <laughs> it's just uh, it's pro football. So I can't feel sorry for the guy. He's getting paid, right? He's getting paid. But he's the next David Carr. It's just that's who he is. The next David Carr. David Carr. If you don't remember. Pick number one overall, not Derek Carr, David Carr, his older brother, um, by the Houston Texans, expansion team, horrible offensive line, got beat up, sacked, um, uh, just at, at a uh, an amazing rate, took a lot of hits, and was never uh, never could play in the NFL, was never a good player because of the playing early for the Houston Texans uh, 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 um, and behind a horrible offensive line, and that's going to be Josh Rosen. I don't I don't know if he'll recover from this. I really don't. I don't know if we'll get a fair shake. Anywhere else, he's already going to be looked at as being a loser. 
having uh, underperformed, not underperformed, but having uh, played for the Arizona Cardinals and lose, lost there, and he's going to lose here with the Miami Dolphins. It's, it's an impossible situation. Um, I, I think it's the wrong decision. Play Fitzpatrick, the veteran, uh, until the, the, the schedule, until they play the Jets. Then you could roll out, um, you know, Luke Falk. Um, uh, you, he'll play against Luke Falk, but you can roll out uh, Josh Rosen. But uh, I digress. You know, I, enough of that. I just It, it, it annoys me because um, I think Rosen's a talented quarterback and just did not get a fair shake in the National Football League. All right, just heard Mark Long, and, and he kind of swayed me a little bit with the this game. Uh, Moneyline, Jacksonville Jaguars, and the key is stopping Derrick Henry, and they are a finesse defense, as Mark Long said, the Jacksonville Jaguars. So it's going to be tough sledding. But Mariota can't beat you. They're on the road. They're plus 106 on the Moneyline, the, the Jaguars. Uh, plus one and a half, fine, if you want to uh, lay some juice uh, for the Jags on, on the, uh, the point spread. Probably better bet is the under total in this one because I don't think these teams are going to light up the scoreboard. Leonard Fournette and that awful offensive line, but they do get Cam Robinson back. Maybe that could light a fire under these guys, and and, and we'll see improved play. But Jags uh, going against a tough defense in the Tennessee Titans, but we'll see uh, how how things play out. But I do like the Jags in this one. To win a close game, give me the Jags on the money line, plus 106. Oh, did you see this too? This just came out too, courtesy ESPN. Um, in uh, some supermarket in, in, in Georgia's pulling Irish Spring soap off of the uh, off of the shelves. They won't sell it because the Georgia Bulldogs are playing the Notre Dame Fighting Irish this week, and so they can't sell Irish Spring soap. I mean, these things are so stupid and dopey. I don't even know why I mention it. I just it just it's it, it's really dopey. Um, they're they're highly favored in this game. Fourteen and a half is the spread. The Georgia Bulldogs are not a rival. You know what I mean? Like you play these these games when it's like Michigan, Ohio State, or Auburn uh, against Alabama, nah, Georgia against Florida, if you if you will. They're not gonna you know play these games against Notre Dame. Man, that's just stupid. Just looking for attention, and we gave it to them. So congratulations. Um, but this game, let's talk more about this game. Fourteen and a half. It's gone up a half point since we talked yesterday. I like the Irish plus 14 and a half. People are going to point to the Irish on the road against top 10, top five teams and how they haven't performed well. And one seventeen since like 2001 or one in 18 since 2001 is the record. Brian Kelly hasn't had success himself. Remember this. Remember the game against Clemson? That was a top five team on the road. The Irish got screwed with the refs. Should have won that game. 38-36, Clemson won. They were in that game. They also played Florida State. Tough. Three, I want to say three or four years ago on the road. They were in that game, too. It was a night game. It was on ABC. Uh, they played that uh, Florida State tough, and Jimbo Fisher was there. So they were a program, the Florida State Seminoles. They did get waxed by Miami, Florida, um, the number seven team at the time, 41-8 to eight, a couple of years ago. So that counts. So that, that, that wasn't a great look. And you have the playoff performances. Against Clemson, they got waxed Notre Dame last year. And Alabama had their way with them a few years ago in the title game that people love to point to. But this is a different team. Now, Georgia is the favorite. I think Georgia wins this game. But by 14 and a half points, 14 and a hook, I do not see this happening. Ian Book, give him more credit than what he gets uh, out there. He's a game manager, kind of, you know, crafty. 
The, the, the problem in this game is going to be the Notre Dame run defense against Swift and that Georgia offensive line and running game. That is where this game might be pose a problem. Jake, and another thing, from Jake Fromm, I don't like what I see out of Jake Fromm. Misses a lot of throws. He just plays with an immensely talented core of receivers and running back and offensive line. Just a great team that Kirby Smart has put together there in Athens, okay? Jake Fromm. Leaves a lot to be desired. I don't think this guy's a pro at the next level. I'll be a backup. He might have a chance to be an NFL starter. I'll use the Pat Shermer quotes about Josh Allen uh, that made news last week. Uh, he has a chance to be a starter. But misses a lot of throws. I don't know how great he is throwing the ball deep anyway. He'll have to do that. But expect the heavy dosage of the run game. That'll shorten the game. And thus, I like Notre Dame and plus the 14 and a half points. The other thing is the Irish, their run defense, giving up, what, five yards per carry. New Mexico had their way running the football on the Irish. That game was 66-14 to 14 the final. You know what? And, and look at the first half. New Mexico could not run the football with success against Notre Dame. And and after the first quarter, Notre Dame was up 28 nothing anyway. It was not even a game. So I'm not going to take those sat, stats seriously. All right, Notre Dame blew them out 66-14. We love to, uh, early on, college football and – look at stats, but it's so misleading. It's so misleading because the schedules and, and who they play and and early on especially, they're not playing these these Power 5 teams, the Power 5 teams that, that we talk about a lot. And so you have to take it with a grain of salt. And a lot of these teams are overrated or overranked. They, they love to do that. Preseason rankings don't mean squat. Uh, you know, we see it every year. Teams overranked, and then they turn out to be terrible teams uh, later on in the year. So, Let's take the, the, the stats that people love to throw out there right now. Oh, they're the eighth-ranked uh, defense in the NCAA. Well, relax, all right? Look at Notre Dame. At least Notre Dame played somebody. Georgia hasn't played anybody worth a damn yet. Uh, so let's see. Should be a, a lot of fun. But, yeah, I do expect Georgia to, to, to win this game, but I think it'll be a lot closer than people think. Give me the 14.5 points and the Notre Dame uh, fighting Irish in that one. Another thing uh, before we, we, we get out, uh, I wanted to mention – was talking about uh, Thursday night football game um, earlier today, but the, you know Rosen and uh, that news got me uh, talking about uh, the Miami Dolphins and, and Jalen Ramsey. Mark Long uh, mentioned Jalen Ramsey and, and possible trade destinations. Looks like it's not going to be a repairable um, relationship. Jalen Ramsey's out. He'll play tonight, and that's it. He's gone. But the other thing to remember: Do you remember when the Seahawks? had Earl Thomas on the trade block, and then I think, would he break his leg in the game? And then he gave uh, Pete Carroll the, the the middle finger. Do you remember that? Do you remember that whole fiasco? And then his trade value was never the same after that. That's the risk Jacksonville um, uh, is going into this game with by playing Jalen Ramsey. I don't see a lot of the upside. Now, Mark Long said, well, his trade value is going to depreciate if he doesn't play. I don't agree with that. I think you would sit him out if – um, it means so much that that they're not going to get this uh, straightened out, this relationship. And bailing on your team after two quick losses, I mean, that, that's weak. You know, and I get it, the, what Mark Long explained, the, the uh, lack of confidence in the organization to pay him, what you will. But after two games and two losses, like if they were 2-0, if the Jacksonville Jaguars was 2-0, Nick Foles was a starting QB. Would Jalen Ramsey feel the same? I mean, the situation is the same. He's still not going to get paid. Or it's still the same organization. Didn't pay any of his players in the past, right? 
it's just weak. And his teammates should should really take him uh, up on that too. Like, really, you're bailing on us? You're quitting on us right now? Because we lost two games and, and albeit a close one to the Houston Texans. And that defense showed signs of the 2017 defense that we all loved and admired uh, and on their way to the AFC Championship game with Blake Bortles as their quarterback. So, uh, you know, it's kind of weak for Jalen Ramsey to demand the trade. But he's going to get his way. He's going to be out of there. Interesting that the Kansas City Chiefs, Mark Long doesn't think the Jacksonville Jaguars will trade Jalen Ramsey to the Kansas City Chiefs because they want a higher draft pick. Well, I think the Kansas City Chiefs will get creative. They need Jalen Ramsey. They they watched and, and saw what, what the New England Patriots did by adding Antonio Brown. They need to shut down that offense uh, of the Patriots to have some success and be in the game. And, and they were so close last year. A lot's riding on this year with the Kansas City Chiefs. Got to improve that defense. They have the great offense. Listen, throw throw out the – give them anything they want, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jalen Ramsey's a great pro, one of the top three corners in the NFL, if not the best corner in the NFL, worth the price. I, if I'm the Kansas City Chiefs, I'd give a first-round pick. I'll give two a future first-round pick, and then I'll throw in uh, a player if they so desire. Get it done at any cost in Kansas City. Get Jalen Ramsey on your team because this is the year for Andy Reid. Finally, get back to the Super Bowl and get past the page. A uh, lot more to do. MLB best bet. I gave you it earlier. I'll reiterate that before we uh, turn it over to Cam Stewart and Gabriel Morenci on Game Time. So back right after let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Chris Godwin, what did he do yesterday? Eight for 121 in a touchdown. Looks like a boss. DJ Moore, I named, I wanted shares of nine for 89 last week. Calvin Ridley, did you see his touchdown last night? He went eight for 105 in a touchdown. Christian Kirk, who I said belonged in this group, and y'all didn't want to listen to me. Now Kyler Murray's thrown for 350 yards two weeks in a row. Monday and Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Zumo TV, channel 719. 
Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Make it rain. I don't know what's up with these millennial athletes. I'm serious, Joe. I'm not trying to be silly. I can't be in Jalen Ramsey's head. You know, because this came a lot of this, you know, from this issue on the sideline, Joe. You know, where mm-hmm. he like wanted this thing to be ch- play to be challenged because he didn't want his stats. He wanted to be able to look like his stats locked down DeAndre Hopkins. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the motivations are for these guys anymore. Weekday, seven to nine a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Sumo TV channel seven nineteen. Back on At The Window, Game Time Decisions is next with Gabriel Morenzi and Cam Stewart. Looking at uh, the percentage of bets on tonight's game, Tennessee, 70% of the bets are on Tennessee, 30% on the Jacksonville Jags. Uh, right there, the spread, Titans, minus one and a half in that one, as we have been talking about. Uh, didn't mention James Harden. He talked to Howard Beck, a great friend of the program, uh, Bleacher Report. And uh, was quoted as saying, I still haven't accomplished half of what I want to accomplish, like multiple championship. I want to be the basketball players that you won't forget. Is that really true? I mean, he's won MVP. James Harden averaged, what, 36.5 points a game this year? Um, One of the top five, top ten players in the NBA, right? Everyone knows who James Harden is. 15, 20 years from now, if he's unsuccessful in winning a championship, Will he be forgotten? All right, Barkley's not forgotten. And it's a question, really. Uh, Barkley has been forgotten, and, and largely because of the TNT, the great work he does on TNT, right? Has Carl Malone been, uh, has he forgotten? Patrick Ewing? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think we, we put way too much on championships in this society. We do. I'm guilty of it. Um, but I don't know if he needs multiple championships. I think if he just gets one championship. I think that'll be enough for his legacy. I think a guy like Harden, because he didn't go and chase a ring. He has Russell Westbrook, and he's gotten help there in Houston. But he didn't go and leave Houston and go somewhere else uh, to chase a ring like LeBron and, and like Kevin Durant and what have you. I think if he wins a ring in Houston, his legacy will be fine. I think his legacy will be fine. Now, he doesn't play defense, and he plays better than what people uh, give him credit for. At least the numbers suggest that. But he's not Kobe Bryant defensively. He's not LeBron James in his prime defensively. You know, um, Kevin Durant, uh, a two-way player like Kevin Durant. Steph Curry might be a, a good comparison there, but Steph's just a more efficient uh, offensive player. And uh, that's interesting, right? That's interesting. Would you look at Harden differently, right, and comparing him to Steph Curry if Harden had multiple championships? That's a good good, good uh, tease for tomorrow's show. I'll, def- I'll answer that tomorrow, but... Just ponder that tomorrow's show. Is he right? Does he need multiple championships for his legacy? 